0: Good morning. I want to go back to worship. What Alan was during worship, uh, he said, I speak Jesus. I speak Jesus. The Bible says there's one name. There's one name. God can say one thing. See, everything has a voice. Everything has a voice. And we're going to, the title of today's message is 400 to 1. It's not a long message. And it's not trying to make it fit into worship. But success has a voice. Failure has a voice, your family has a voice, and it's actually voices. I grew up, I didn't really feel accepted by my dad. I didn't feel, he didn't say it. See, because trauma has a voice, circumstances has a voice. It doesn't need to be said to you, but it can be said to you what you went through. And he didn't say it, but I felt it. And because I felt it, I said it to myself, and then it became me. But the Bible says, when you become born again, we're all born spiritually dead. When you become born again, your spirit becomes alive, but you still live in this body and you still have this mind. That's why it says, renew your mind. You wouldn't have to renew your mind if body, soul, and spirit everything became perfect. Sickness has a voice. Disease has a voice. And we're gonna in First Kings 22. There was an evil king, and there was a good king. And the evil king of Israel he wanted to take some land, so he. Went to the good king and says, Will you join forces with me? He says, Yeah, I'll join forces with you, but let's inquire of the Lord. Now, what he should have said was, Let's inquire of the Lord, let me ask the Lord first. David would inquire of the Lord if I should fight, and not just how I it's how I should fight. That's why not everybody gets healed the same way. That's why when we pray and God gives you compassion for people, if you actually care about them giving, it's not a formula. It's not if I just say this. And Jesus actually loves people. And when you pray for people, it's, it's like the, a lost secret of compassion. It's like, okay, I prayed for someone. I led someone to the Lord, but we really need to care for them because eternity is a long time. And so when we pray for, you know, Sabata and uh, Kortenay, their minister's here, and they have an awe thing coming up. We have a list of people for praying. And so when you pray for people, it's like, when I prayed for my brother, I actually cared where he ended up when he, le- he lived. And I don't mean to sound morbid, but your last breath has a date on it. No one lives forever. All flesh before Jesus. And so during worship, I was saying, I speak Jesus. It doesn't matter how many voices were speaking against you. When you hear that word Jesus, he can change everything. So I want you to picture it. In the Old Testament, before the Spirit was released, the Holy Spirit, for those of you who don't... And let me just, let me just take a little time out for the Bible. I got saved when I was 13. I was not raised a Christian. I would go to church and hear things I didn't understand. But I went home and read the Bible. You can listen in church and go, I don't understand that, and walk away and go, I don't understand that. Or, But as a 13-year-old, I went to the Bible, and God showed me things. Why? Because I cared. Because it's childlike. I, I, didn't, I didn't read it to get a sermon. I didn't read it to get a prophetic word. I didn't read it to get a revelation. I read it to know Him. And when you read it to know Him, He will show you things You can be saved one week, and God began to show you something, and someone saved 50 years never goes to the word for themselves. The only time they hear the word is during on a Sunday morning. Friends, that's not enough. Because God wants to have it, we say personal relationship, but we live as a corporate relationship in worship. So, like, okay, we have worship er, sermon. We need to go back to that theme of worship because when you're a worshiper, when you're a worshiper, when you get up and worship Him, God, I thank you for my breath, I thank you for my life, and, and sometimes there's music, sometimes there's no music. I don't need music to worship Him, and you know, and so when you begin to see that, so the, the those in the Old Testament. Uh, you know, there was a temple and, 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 and there was the Holy of Holies, and once a year the high priest would come into the holy the presence of the Lord. When Jesus died, that veil was ripped, and he was released for everybody. When you get saved, he comes in you. Your spirit becomes born again. When you get baptized on the Holy Spirit, he comes on you with the evidence of speaking in tongues, but it's so you can become a witness for him. It's not so you can just speak in tongues or be powerful. It's so you can show people this is who Jesus really is, not just, oh, I'm sorry you're sick. Oh, I'm sorry this. I'm sorry. When people come to your problems, you come to God. See, the prophet used to speak from God to man, and the priest would go from man to God, and we're both. We're a prophet and a priest. That means we can hear from God and touch people. That means we can take their prayer request and go to him see when you leave here you are a prophet and a priest so you go I don't understand that stuff go home and read your bible because you will not get everything as a 13 year old I had a Mormon friend of mine he comes up and goes John you want to go to the Mormon church I go what do you guys believe he goes I don't know we we're in the eighth grade he didn't know what they believed what did I do I went home and studied the word I looked and it says I got a little pamphlet that says that the Mormons believe as as man is God once was and as God is man can become that's just the Lucifer lie. I'll become like the Most High. So we're next day, Kevin Coombs, I'll never forget, it, he comes up to me, he goes, Hey, John, you going to my church? I go, No, you're a cult. <laughs> he goes, I go, I go, Kevin, you believe God, God was flesh? The Bible says he's a spirit. He has no flesh and blood. I didn't need anything else. I didn't need a hundred scriptures, a thousand scriptures. The one voice spoke to me. And all the eighth graders looking at Kevin didn't know anything about it. They go, Ha, ah, Kevin's in a cult. Kevin's in a cult. They didn't know. What's your point? If a 13-year-old can go to the Word, you can go to the Word. There's nobody in here that God can't speak to you. When you go to Him and says, God, I don't understand this, He'll start showing you stuff. It doesn't mean you know everything. So there they were, Old Testament prophets. Before the Spirit was released, the prophets were mouthpieces for God. And they would speak. There was evil prophets and good prophets. Just because they were called prophets, that means from God. Just because they're called a Christian doesn't mean they walk with them. Just because it's just a title. It's just a name. Just because you're a doctor doesn't mean you're a good doctor. We have a great doctor Dr. Stone. But doesn't mean he's seen, he seen bad doctors. Just because it says doctor, prophet. So there there was. So there was the good, good king and then the evil king. And then Israel says, so the evil king brought in his 400 prophets. 400. All said the same thing. Go. One even made horns of iron. You will strike. You will strike. 400 voices. And then the good king says, isn't there one we can inquire of the Lord? He had a sense this was it. So he comes, and this is what they told him. Everybody's saying the same thing. Dan, if you could put that scripture up for me. This is what they told him on his way there. The messenger who had gone to summon Micaiah said to him, Look, the other prophets without exception are predicting success for the king. Let your word agree with theirs and speak favorably. 400 to 1. 400 to 1. Your generation has a voice. Your past has a voice. Sickness has a voice. The doctor report has a voice. And it's actually voices. And then we hear those voices, repeat those voices, say those voices. Success has a voice. Now, i I do feel led to say this. It's not just people that come in and and, and we heal emotionally and traumatic. There's also God's going to send successful people in here that have been successful their whole life. And they think they're going to be and God is going to speak something that's going to radically change their life. Moses was a prophet going to the promised land. He didn't go to the promised land. Joshua went in. Joshua, Jericho walled up. Boom. We'll take Jericho. They, They prayed. They got the instruction from God seven times around you know the seventh day everybody just shut up that's not what the word is just to be quiet but we you know said don't say anything on the seventh day shout the walls came down boom next was ai and they said ah eh, just don't even send just send a few thousand men it's small and they got defeated friend they inquire of the Lord because it seemed big. It's the little things that can trip us up. We always need to hear him. It's not just, it's, it's also success. Maybe you've been successful in your life. Oh, this, that, this, is, this has made me money. That's made me money. Retirement has a voice. Stop working, st- sit there. And I'm not saying, listen, there's no retirement in the kingdom. I'm not saying you have to keep doing your job. Yeah, you, you retire from your job, get your phone. But you don't go to God, here's my gifts, here's my talents. Oh, you're too old to use it. At the one time in your life, you have all this wisdom. You could speak to young people. If you could go back, you would be different. Young people, listen to me. There are people that are 50, 60, 70-year-olds sitting on the church with regret, going to heaven, and they could wish they could go back to your age and and make different decisions. They wish they could do that. I see it all the time. Why? Because so success, so there's 400 to 1. Friends, listen. Ellen says, I speak Jesus. It doesn't matter how many voices are speaking against the one voice, the one voice will rise against it all. There is one name by which all the cults, all the different ways, New Age, Mormonism, all this. Oh, you're your own God. All these voices. You can go on TikTok and Facebook. People just have a microphone and all of a sudden they're teaching that the one voice of truth. Now, when God says something, it is true the first time. It doesn't become more true the second time or the third time or the fourth time. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. If he only said that one time, it is true. But what we get is a prophetic word or a promise and get encouraged. Why? Because we have to be convinced. We have to agree with the one voices because we've been agreeing with the 400. We've been agreeing with what dad said or mom said or this said. When God called me when he was 13 years old, he didn't ask my dad if he had a plan for my life. I just got back from Morris. He didn't, God didn't ask my dad, can I give John a plan? Before you were born, God had a plan for your life. But you can agree with that plan or you can agree with the 400 voices. The generations have a voice. This is what you need to be a success, a doctor, lawyer this is what just you may come in there's business people that are going to come in that want to have business and God's going to call them to a missionary at this altar and we may not hear their name in the newspaper but let me tell you something our, our online heaven knows your name and success in the kingdom is effective for the kingdom it's not being well known because I, I you know I I don't speak bad against the generations I don't I don't speak bad against you know all these letters that come I don't speak bad against them Uh, if you speak, it's hard to minister to people that you have a a thing against. You know, if God's called you to elderly people, he wants to give you compassion. And God has a big heart. And no one can carry his heart. So you go to sleep. God never goes to sleep. He sees the whole world. He sees kids that are abused. He sees churches with the wrong doctrine. He sees false prophets. And while you're sleeping, he sees it all. God wants a place Places, and this is one place, no matter how many voices people come in, they can come in the most messed up, new age, uh, astral projection, uh, called atheist, and when they come in, they want, what could God do with the people that the first time he says something, they believe it? And it doesn't take 5, 10, 15, 20 years to believe it. What could God do with those people? Jesus, I believe, according to your word, be it unto me. What could he do with those people? You have to convince you, and convince you, and convince you, and prophesy, you're going to have money, you're going to have money, you're going to have money. Why? It's trying to counteract all those 400 voices that you heard but the one one voice was right and the king goes see and and, and the one voice goes don't go he goes I see people without a shepherd go home in peace he goes see preached evil why because he didn't agree with him and God may not always agree with all your plans doesn't make him evil makes him good and right and he labeled God he labeled him evil and he put him in a prison but he didn't change he didn't go okay put him in the prison of affliction give him the bread and the water he didn't go okay I'm gonna change my voice what are you saying, John? You can be in a bad circumstance. It doesn't mean the one voice is wrong. When he was in the prison, it was still right. It was still right. When he was eating the bread and he wasn't eating the food, you know, we go out and we, you know, we're going to go to lunch. It doesn't matter where you go. You can select combo meals, wherever you guys go. I don't recommend fast food, but, but he was eating the bread of affliction. It didn't change the word. They didn't agree with it. It didn't change the word. They went to battle. It didn't change the word. Your destiny and purpose does not change whether you agree with it or not. There's a lot of people going to heaven, but they never fulfill the call of God on their life. So it, it, Pastor Allen said, okay, I speak Jesus. We speak Jesus to every voice that's counteractive to what? Every doctor, every, every, every lawsuit, every situation, we speak Jesus right now in the name of Jesus. I speak Jesus. I agree with Pastor Allen. It's, 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 when I say Jesus, it's his will in that circumstance. Just praying in the name of Jesus is not praying in the name of Jesus. When you pray in the name of Jesus, you're saying, this is God's will for this moment. Be healed in the name of Jesus. I fully know that's his will. So you can listen to the four hundred, or you can listen to the one. So what are we going through that we hear the voices over and over and over again? And it just became me. No longer did I hear hear my dad's voice. You don't measure up. It's just became my identity. Why? Because I agreed with it. Pastor, I almost call him Pastor Dan. Dan, can you put that verse back up there, please? One day, who knows? When I first met Pastor Allen, he wasn't a pastor yet, and. They go, who's oh, gonna be a pastor. Cami came out there. I was, I was in Roswell, and, uh, in New Mexico, and Generation Jesus came out. I kept calling him Pastor Allen. I didn't even know him. Pastor Allen, Pastor Allen. I just, I was just agreeing with the Word of God, you know. Like, <laughs> Pastors Easy and Lena, they didn't want to really work with young people. They didn't really want to start a church. But now, they would never go back to that old life. Love you, Houston. Are speaking with women. Lena goes, I'm tired of speaking to the same people over and over. Not trained. So I want to, I want to reproduce myself. And there's a reproduction. And when you sit at the feet of Jesus and you listen to his voice, and you say, God, I'm going to listen, walk, and obey, those 400 voices become silent. Those, ho- those 400 voices become null and void. What, God, what do you say? Jesus, you know, like, it's different now, but it says, let your word agree. Because as soon as you agree, then you're in alignment with. As soon as you agree, then you walk that way. As soon as you agree, then you go, oh, we can fight. As soon as you agree you're not more than enough, then you walk that way. Then you can come to church and you don't feel like you can lift your hands because you're not as righteous as everybody else because you had a bad week. Not realizing the blood allows you to lift your hands, not the way you walk. God gives gifts. Are not, you know, gifts are not rewards. They're just gifts. He's giving gifts to men. You know, fruit. You know, look at my life. Fruit is way. You know, when I was younger, I was way more impressed with gifts than I am now more the prophetic, more this. You know what impresses me now? And I'm not saying impresses. You know what really makes a difference? I recently, I went down to uh, Pastors Easy and Leanum. They, they know this ministry that feeds the homeless. There's a guy, 20 years, feeding the homeless with the same love that he had from day one. Friends, that's Jesus. He's, that's, that's greater than preaching a sermon. That's greater than prophesying over people to have the same love. Somebody came out to me one day and goes, Man, that was amazing, John. You're awesome. I go, if you could say that at the end of my life. If you have the same love for people, all the burning, all the unforgiveness, all the hurts, or do you sit in church and I don't trust people and I'm not getting involved and all this and all that. and Yeah, you're gifted and you can pray for people. Friends, when you have love, nothing is over love. God is love. He's not just loving. He is love. Nothing is over love. There will come a day when we get to heaven, all the gifts are going to cease. It won't matter who preached the best. It won't matter who prophesied the best. There will be one on the throne and he is love. His name is Jesus. We will always worship him. Preaching will cease, but there will always be worship. Prophesying will cease, but there will always be John, did you hear so-and-so? Did you hear so-and-so? And, and I do it. We talk about They're so gifted. They're amazing. Instead of saying, man, isn't it amazing that a God is so loving he would use someone to touch me? No, we make it them. They prayed for me, or they prophesied. Friends, it is God's love that allows people to minister to you because he loves you. Before you even knew he had a plan for your life, he has a plan. 400 to 1. So... We don't really do it now, but back in the day, back in the day, when the disciples, they did what you, you do what your family did. So they, grandpa fish, great-grandpa fish, dad fishes. So there's the disciples, Peter, Andrew fishing. Those are all the voices. The generation has a voice. This is what you'll do your whole life. This is what you'll raise your kids to do your whole life. And the one voice walked by and said, one sentence, follow me. Jesus said many times, it's been said but I say. He said, follow me. Leave what your generation limits you to. Leave what dad said. And the Bible says immediately they left their dad and their nets. We need to leave everything that has held us back in a net. They didn't take their nets with Jesus. They didn't take their boats with Jesus. The prophets in the Old Testament, again, go home and read the stories if you don't know. We don't have time to read every story. But God will speak to you in your chair. His Spirit will come on you, and He will give you the revelation of Jesus Christ if you exalt His Word. This generation has the Word in more languages, more apps, more this, but it's still it's the least unread. In China, they rip off scriptures in the underground church and prisoners and, and read the word. When you start honoring this word, you honor the living word. And it's not just being able to quote scripture. It's to know him. It's not just to Google this and I find out this and find out that. Someone called me the other day and says, what does this mean? I said, man, that doesn't look at the, the, the whole scripture. The whole meaning is, and I gave him this, I go, we missed the meaning. Satan quoted scripture. Satan was in the glory, but he wanted to be like the most high. Friends, when you start worshiping Jesus and see who it is, it doesn't matter. You can be in the glory realm, walk out, and still listen to the 400 voices. But what it does is to change us to be more sensitive to his voice. God has a voice that cuts through everything. So there they were. We're going to fish. They got up just like any other day. They did not know that was a day of divine encounter. Walking by the living word who created everything. Nothing was created without him. He is the angel of the Lord in the Old Testament. See, there was always Jesus. He didn't just appear in the Gospels. He was there before the Father, the Son, the Spirit. The Bible says the Father's going to give the Son all judgment. And then it gives you why. The Bible doesn't give you a lot of whys. So that they that honor the Father honor the Son in like manner. You want to please the Father? Honor his Son. The Bible says, kiss the son lest the father be angry. Honor the son. You exalt Jesus. And then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit pushes you. to See, they're not like people. They don't get jealous. The father loves when the son gets exalted. He was, he was dead and he rose again. And now he's in a higher place than he was before he died. Why? Because he was willing to give his life. So there they were, and Jesus comes and says, Follow me. Immediately, they left everything. We need to leave all the voices that have put us in a net and held us back, even the voices of success. This has always worked for me. God may speak something different. We have to be willing. You are Lord, not just Savior. I like the Savior part, the Lord's heart, because the Lord tells you what to do. But see, I want to vote. Eh, let me look at your plan and see if I like it. I may not want to go to Africa. I may not want to be unknown. I may not want to be a martyr. I may not want to give up this business. But if he's truly Lord, then he has rights over all of you. Financially, it's harder in America than some countries. Because we've exalted money here. Money is, in this nation, money is our God. We vote according to who's going to touch a pocketbook the most, more than morals, it's true. And I'm not saying this, church. I'm just saying in general. Money becomes our God. But when you realize, God, your source is not America. When I go to Mexico, they can be just as rich anywhere in the world. Gravity works anywhere in the world. A four-year-old girl in China can bounce a ball. Phil, who just won a basketball tournament. Anywhere in the world, does gravity. His word works anywhere in the world on the phone, in a book, in your heart, and you speak. It works anywhere in the world. Gravity is around the world. He's not an American and some of you, he's going to send to nations, even languages you don't even know. So God, I thank you, Lord. We speak Jesus over every circumstance. And when you asked the disciples, you didn't say, go ask your dad, how long you've been fishing? Can you think about it? He just said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. They did not know that those disciples would become apostles. The apostles did not know they would write. You'll never know what God's called you to do unless you take the the first step. There's no second unless there's a first. There's no third unless there's a first. There's no second nation unless there's a first. There's no tithe offering unless there's a first. There's no there's no testimony unless there's a first. You have to step out and say, God, we follow you. We speak Jesus over every circumstance. Because he just wasn't an advisor walking by. He was God. He just wasn't an analysis walking. He's not a life coach. He's not trying to make your life better. He's not trying to analyze it or this or that situation or this. He will come and heal your hurts and at the same time he heals your hurts, he'll give you a future and destiny. Because I tell you right now, there will be people who come here that are very successful, but their success is dung before the eyes of God. And there's going to have to be great changes. Lord, every older person that think they just have to retire and sit. Lord, I thank you for stirring up their gifts. There's There's more ministries outside these walls than inside these walls. The Bible says he's called apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, pastors, for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. So that means who does the ministry? You guys. This is not the ministry. This is the equipping part. That's the doing part. This is the, we think this is the doing. So we come, we sit, and listen. And I'm just talking about church in general. I, so don't come up to me later. John, epicenter's is not really like that. Yes, it is. Go sit down. So we come, listen. Oh, he's gifted. Instead of saying, God, you're so good. You touched me today. That was a good message. That was good worship. Instead of saying, Jesus, we exalted you today and worshiped you today. Even our language as spirit-filled people can be wrong. And when I say wrong, I mean wrong. Because we say we exalt you in here, but in our speech we exalt a person. We exalt you in here, but in our speech we exalt a man. We exalt you in here, but in our speech we exalt a gift. Friends, the only reason I can preach is because he's given me a gift. That's all. It's not because I earned it. I'm worthy. It's, he's worthy of all things. And even if you don't like it or two like it, am I speaking truth? That is the question. Not if you like the vessel. What the vessel carries, is it truth? And when God says something over your life, it is true the first time. Not just the second or the third or the fourth. And so he speaks the same thing over and over and over and over. Why? So we come to an agreement with him. And when you're in agreement, with, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? We think that's a man and woman. How about us and God? How can we walk to leather unless they be agreed? I got a plan for your life. No, I really don't think so. I got a plan for your life. I love you. And the, and the quicker we get in line with him in agreement, the quicker we can go down the path there's people that are 50 60 70 year olds sitting in church not in agreement with him going to heaven but they have never said lord i believe you i'm willing to leave my nets so john so there it is imagine two kings evil king and a good king see in the good king he wants the evil king he wants the good king to come in agreement with him and fight with him so there's 400 and there's one voice but the one voice is truth and truth doesn't need another voice to agree with it except yours. God said, let there be light. Instantly, there was light. But with people, he's given us a choice. Even the angels, he gave a choice. A third of the angels fell. That means two-thirds didn't. So every one demon, there's two angels, so don't worry. And God didn't even throw my just Michael. So even the angels that don't want to be in heaven don't wanna, aren't there. They were around him. In his presence, in his glory. And yet they go, yeah, they follow the voice that said, I will be like the most high. And he promised them all something. Fight with me and you'll get. Fight with me and you'll get. Friends, let us never become weary of worshiping the Lord. Because Satan was. He said, I want what he has. I will be like the most high. And we become like the most high when we make our decisions. When it's our life. When it's our relationships, when it's our money, and we have this area over here where He's Lord, and this is me too, and I have this area over here where, okay, maybe the tongue is I'm Lord. I don't inquire of you what I should say about that person, but this is a place. No matter how many voices, how many nets, when you come in, when God speaks, it we agree with what God says over your life. So Lord, I just thank you. Just close our eyes. God, I thank you for your voice that cuts through the four hundred. And God, we agree with you. Let's just say, God, we agree with you. We agree with you. We agree with you. Not the doctors. We can take the doctor report, and then we lay it before your throne. We can take what dad says, and we can lay it before your throne. What the bank account says, what our past says, what generations say. And the word, the living word, walked by and said, Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. One sentence. It wasn't even a sermon. He didn't ask, just raise your hands. Because you can raise your hands and agree. But they walked with Jesus. How can two be in agreement? They walked with him. They followed him. means he led. So Lord, I thank you for leading us into revival. Leading us into the nations. Leading us into those finances that actually change people's lives, not just gives us a bigger house and a nicer car. Those things are nice, but somebody has to be affected because of the blessings in your life. And if it's just you, it's not God; it's you. Non-Christians have that. What's different about us? The difference is we have His presence. La diferencia es la presencia de Señor. This is the presence of God that makes a difference in your life and in my life. It's not our past. It's not our intelligence. It's not our wisdom. So God, we just break all the voices that are saying one thing that's against your word and we get in your word and find out what you say. And there's many things that's not, not going to say, John, I want you to go to Mexico. It's not in there. But as we sit with him and as we talk with him and as we get to know, then he gets to speak to us Things that are not in his word because we know his voice. And when we value his written word, it's amazing how he'll speak the now word in your life. So God, forgive us for forgive me for neglecting your word. Oh, I read that. There's another aspect of the diamond. I know that verse. So God, I thank you for growing us and moving us and changing us. I thank you this is a house of worshipers, Lord. We thank you for the the gifts. We thank you for the power. We thank you for all those things, God. But I thank you, Lord, that we know your voice and we know your presence and we're a house of worship. And at night when there's no service and there's no gifts and there's no preaching and there's no prophesying, we still can love and sit with you. The highest honor. And we will not be busy about many things, but the one thing at your feet. And this one thing will not be taken away. Mary and Martha. It doesn't mean you're not busy in ministry, but when you're in busy ministry, you're doing it with him. You're co-laborers with him. You're not just getting instruction and doing without him. I went to Mexico. Did God go? So Lord, we thank you for being with us, in us, on us. I thank you for every person that walks through this door. Lord, I just thank you for this atmosphere in this place, the environment in this place, that we will be people that hear your voice the first time and believe it.